The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello again, Giants fans, and welcome to your Tuesday, May 5th edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Today's show is going to feature an interview with Joe Pachowski of the Mighty Bruin as we talk about Giants' fourth round draft choice, Darnay Holmes, a cornerback that the Giants uh, have high hopes for, who will probably uh, get a look in the slot, most likely. And we've been going through several of the Giants uh, draft picks here on the Valentine's Views podcast. We've talked about uh, Andrew Thomas and Tay Crowder, who both uh, played at Georgia. We have talked about Carter Coughlin and Chris Williamson, who played at Minnesota. We have talked about uh, Cameron Brown, the sixth round pick who played at Penn State. And today we turn our focus to uh, to Darnay Holmes, the uh, the cornerback from UCLA. Uh, real quickly before we turn to the interview that I did with Joe Pachowski, just wanted to mention to folks, please, if you haven't read it, go to the Players' Tribune and read the piece that Holmes posted uh, regarding his background, his journey to the NFL, all of that. It's well worth your time. It'll help you to really understand a lot more about this young man. All right, Giants fans, uh, let's, uh, with no further ado here, let's get to the interview that I did with Joe Pachowski of the Mighty Bruin as we talk about Darnay Holmes. All right, Giants fans, here at the uh, Valentine's Views podcast, we've been going through some of the uh, the various Giants draft picks over the last uh, last couple of episodes. And today we're going to talk about Darnay Holmes, cornerback from UCLA, the Giants' fourth-round pick. And here to uh, to fill us in a little bit on Darnay is Joe Pachowski of the Mighty Bruin and formerly of SB Nation's Bruins Nation. Joe, how you doing today? Great, Ed. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Darnay Holmes. Just give me the... Uh, Give me the, the quick hit synopsis on, on what the Giants are getting here. Basically you're getting you're getting a guy who's been who's been 
had his head screwed on right from day one. He's always he's always it's always been pretty clear he was his plans were going to the NFL. He was a, he was a uh, he was a uh, U.S. Army All American back when U.S. Army the U.S. Army still sponsored the All American game. Um, that's where he committed to UCLA. Um, he's played for UCLA now for three years. Um, he what he lacks in technique sometimes he he makes up for with his sheer speed. Um, now he's he hasn't really benefited from UCLA's defense over the last couple seasons. UCLA's defense has been horrific in general. He's been one of the bright spots. Um, you know he's he plays corner. He plays it well. Um, and so uh, that's that's kind of what you're getting with Darnay Holmes. So is he more of? I think I know the answer to this because I saw the Bucky Brooks article that listed him as that mentioned that he possibly could be the best nickel cornerback you know prospect in the draft class. But is is he a guy who comes to the NFL as a guy who probably? Is a nickel cornerback, or can he play on the outside? You know, is or is he going to basically be, you know, an inside corner? Well, at UCLA, he played corner. He was he was an everyday. He was an every game starter. Um, he he did have a little bit of an injury issue at the start of last season. He missed, I think, it was the first two games of the season. Um, but he's been he's been a solid performer uh, all three years. He was a starter from from day one. And, uh, you know, I don't really, I'm, I'm, I was kind of baffled why, why Bucky Brooks would say that he would be, you know, he, he sees him as a nickelback. Um, I think he's got the potential to, to play, to play every down. Uh, now, whether or not the, whether or not that works out with the Giants rotation or not, I'm not, I'm not so sure. I, I just don't know. You know, I grew up a Giants fan growing up in Jersey, but I'm not. You know, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to the NFL over the last few years, and so I'm not exactly sure what the Giants have back in their secondary. Um, I know they had Eli Apple there for a while. He's he's no longer with the team, right? Correct. He's gone. He's gone. Um, so, I mean, I know they need some help back there. Um, well, they need help just about everywhere except for running back. Um, but, uh, but it's something where uh, – I think he'll come in. I think he'll 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 push to he'll make he'll he'll compete for a starting job, and uh, hopefully the Giants have somebody coaching the secondary that can that can help bring him up because I'm not so sure that he was really coached up a whole lot uh, during his time at UCLA. I was going to ask you about the time at UCLA. I had read, and I think it was on your site, you know, that uh, as you said, he didn't really benefit a whole lot from the UCLA defense, and you guys maybe struggled a little bit there. Is it a situation where in a better program, you know, in a program that was winning more, that had a better defense, could this have been a kid that was maybe a first or second round draft pick in your mind? If he had been coached up, I think so. I mean, he was a, you know, he was a blue chip recruit coming out of high school. Um, one of the problems that UCLA's had going back to going back to the Jim Mora era is that the players aren't getting coached up. Now, Jim Mora didn't. Jim Mora recruited well. You know, he he was able to bring in guys like Darnay Holmes. Uh, he was able to bring in guys like like Devin Asiasi, who's 
who's off to the Patriots. He was able to bring in guys like Josh Rosen down in Miami who hasn't really had much of a shot with a decent with a decent offensive line yet. Um, he was able to bring in a guy like Josh Kelly, who's going off to the Chargers after the, after this weekend's draft. But the problem with Mora was that Mora, you know, he brought in the talent, but then they never coached them up. So Mora exited after the 2016, 2017 season, and uh, Chip Kelly came in, and everybody thought that's it. He's the savior. Chip Kelly's going to deliver us what we've been what we've been missing. Except Chip Kelly hasn't recruited to save his life, and you know, recruiting is is UCLA's gone is drawing less talent under Chip Kelly than they did under Mora. Now the defensively UCLA has struggled. Um, they've got a defensive coordinator in Jerry Azenaro who uh, has with Kelly pretty much every step of the way from Oregon to, uh, to from the University of Oregon to Philadelphia with the Eagles uh, and over to when Kelly was coaching the Niners. And this guy doesn't belong coaching, being a, being a defensive coordinator. He the defense is the defense has been horrific at UCLA the last two seasons. For some reason, unbeknownst to any UCLA fan, the UCLA cornerbacks seem to line up 15 yards off the ball, and so offenses would exploit it. They'd throw the short passes, and then guys would pick up yards after the catch. Um, you know, like I say, Darnay. He's able to he's able to make up for a lot of that with his speed, um, and like I said, hopefully he can get he can get somebody at the NFL level who can actually develop him into into and develop his potential uh, because he's got a lot of potential, and uh, you know that's something that really stands out about Darnay Holmes. If he's coached well, Joe, if he's coached well over the next couple of years. And, and takes to that coaching and, and really learns his craft. What kind of a player can he be, do you think, you know, two or three years down the road? I mean, like I say, he was a, he was a four, four or five, he was a blue-chip recruit coming out of high school. You don't get that way, you know, overnight. I mean, you, you know, typically that requires a lot of athleticism. And Darnay's, Darnay's an athletic guy. What he needs to do is he needs to work on exactly what you're talking about. He needs to work on his craft. He needs to develop that potential. And uh, he could be one of those guys that ends up with a long NFL career. I guess equally as much, you know, the last time, the last time I, 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 you, know, you and I really kind of traded uh, info on, on, on draftees by the Giants uh, was was when Paul Perkins was drafted by the Giants, and I told you then that you guys were getting a good running back with Paul Perkins, and Perkins's career just didn't pan out uh, for whatever reason. I mean, I know he got injured at one point, but you know it's one of those things where, unfortunately, because of the way the NFL is, it could just as easily be you know, one of those things where he's one and done. Um, you just you just don't know. You, you know, it's one of those things where you know if he comes in and he gets hurt. We may never see you guys may never see him again. But on the other hand, if he comes in, he's productive, he works hard, he develops his craft, he could potentially be an all pro player down the line. Yeah, you know, you just never know. You you, you draft these guys and, and you get them in the building and, and, and you see where it goes. You know, the Perkins thing was was unfortunate. He got hurt his second year, 
that you know happened to be that year the Giants had a a new head coach so it was it was not the coaching staff that drafted him you know and then and then the, that guy named Saquon Barkley showed up so so exactly. Paul yeah so Paul Perkins just kind of got lost in the NFL shuffle through you know no real fault of his exactly. own and I could see that potentially happening with Darnay as well but you know if if a few things go the right way it could be the reverse of that and he could end up you know, for having a long all-pro career. You just you just never know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I did want to ask you a couple of things about Darnay that I found that that made me think, you know, this is not only a a talented kid, you know, as you said, an athletic kid, you know, kid with some upside, but it looks to me like he's also kind of an interesting guy. I mean, he actually graduated from UCLA in two and a half years. Two and a half years. And I got to tell you, okay, two and a half, two and a half years by itself is, is pretty amazing. But two and a half years at UCLA is unheard of. As a football player, most no the, less. Most of the student body at UCLA generally takes five years to, to graduate. Part of that has to do with being able to get the right classes. Part of that has to do with balancing work, you know, school school load versus you know, workload and everything else. I mean, and UCLA is not. There's a lot of lackluster schools out there. We won't name names. <laughs> uh, <unless> you, um, <laughs> uh, we didn't hear that. Don't go there. But but. UCLA is a top-notch educational institution. It's one of the top schools in the country. They get 105,000 applicants each year. It's a top. They've got more applicants than any other school in the country. And they only take the best of the best. Now, I'm sure that there's a little bit of leeway with the football program, but there's not a whole lot. They don't turn around. You know, this, this isn't, you know, an SEC school where they may bend the rules as much as possible to get the minimum NCAA requirement guys in. They don't do that at UCLA. So you've got to be a pretty smart guy coming in in the first place. But then to turn around, be on the football team, you know, be a starter on the team, and graduate in two and a half years, this kid took 31 credits one summer. That's unheard of. I mean, usually for a full semester, or a trimester actually at UCLA, UCLA is on a quarter system, so it's a trimester, um, a full load in a trimester is 16 credits. 31 credits over the course of the summer? That's absolutely, that's insane, is what that is. So for him to have graduated in half the time it takes most students to graduate is just absolutely unheard of. And so he's a, he's a bright kid. He's a second-generation NFL player now because his dad 
uh, played with the, with the Colts, uh, Derek Holmes. And so, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's something where he's, I, I think it's pretty safe to say that from a very young age, you know, he knows, he knows what, what he, you know, what it takes to be in the NFL. And he's been working for, towards that for a very long time. So, so Giants fans, what Joe is telling you here is that Darnay Holmes is not going to have any problem with the, uh, virtual offseason and learning the playbook? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to have any problems learning the playbook. All right, so, um, so definitely la- not. Last so, thing, last I think, thing. I think he's going to have more. As a California kid, someone who grew up in the city of Pasadena right near the Rose Bowl, I think he's going to have more problems with those mid-December games and freezing MetLife Stadium than he's going to have with the playbook. Oh, I don't like those either. <laughs> Let me let me ask you, you know, one I, last. I, when I was a kid, it was it was the, it was a game between the Giants and the Cowboys. It was 1981, and at the time, Ray Perkins was still coach, so the Giants weren't good yet. And I was a Cowboys fan at that point. Still, Bill Parcells hadn't taken over. When Parcells took over, I became a Giants fan. But. My dad and I managed to get a pair of tickets. We were sitting in the upper deck at Giants Stadium, and Joe Danello came in and kicked a field goal to beat the Cowboys and win the game. And it was the coldest day of the year. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, I know what that's like. Yeah, so it was, it's it's not pleasant there sometimes. And, no, and not I, at all. I, it's funny. I live a couple hours away from the stadium, and, and I always figure that it's going to be – colder at the stadium because for some reason the wind blows harder in the meadowlands than it does anywhere else on earth <laughs> except maybe chicago maybe but last question maybe. last question for you about darnay and i i read this about him the other day what is this deal about him and, and playing chess to to learn defenses or his his fascination with using chess to try to learn it's a fast. It's a fascination that the entire UCLA football team was using last year. I don't know if this is a Chip Kelly thing. I don't know exactly where it all kind of came from, but I think the whole idea was. Uh, I think the whole idea behind it was to get the guys thinking strategically. You know, thinking thinking two to three moves ahead. You know, if if you're if, when you're playing chess, and I've never really you know been much of a chess player. Uh, because it, it requires a tremendous amount of strategy, and I probably could be a good chess player if I, if I put my mind to it, because I'm a very strategic thinker. But it's something where you've got to really, truly be thinking, you know, three or four moves ahead when you when you you know, pick up a piece and move it. And I think that was the whole idea was to get the to get the to get the guys thinking three moves ahead, much in the same way that I guess. You know, Chip Kelly tries to think about think about things when when he's when he's coaching. I didn't see any improvement with the team last year as compared to the year before. They won one more game, uh, and that was probably uh, with a little bit of luck when they when they went up to Washington State, went up to Pullman, Washington, and pulled off an amazing comeback against the Cougars. Um, Without that comeback, their their record would have been the same from from one year to the next under Chip Kelly. So the jury's still out on whether or not that's that's going to help. But with a kid as smart as Darnay, 
I think that that probably uh, is going to help him uh, help him in the NFL. All right, Joe, thank you very, very much for all of that insight. Let's uh, cross our fingers and, and hope that uh, that Darnay has a, a better and longer Giants career than, than Paul Perkins did. Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. All right, Joe, so thank you very much, and we will talk to you again uh, the next time the Giants uh, draft a UCLA player. Sounds great. Go Giants. All right, Giants fans, that's our show for today. Please remember, as always, subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications. Check us out on Instagram at big underscore blue underscore view. Check out Big Blue View on Twitter at Big Blue View. Follow us on Facebook. Join the community at BigBlueView.com if you haven't done so already so that you can uh, take advantage of fan posts, fan shots, talk to uh, like-minded Giants fans or argue with ones that you disagree with. All right, Giants fans, thank you very much for your support, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.